Welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast, where we look to empower and encourage real conversations amongst men everywhere by unpacking topics on self-growth, philosophy, and business. Hello. G'day. Hi. How are you doing? Hello. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Simple Minds Podcast. My name is Justin Bourne, and today I am your host. Self-awareness is considered a superpower among some of the greatest of all times, but we struggle to be aware of ourselves. And generally the first place to start with that is being honest with ourselves. So today we are going to discuss how can we be more honest with ourselves and why don't we like the truth? It's going to be a bit of a ripper. I'm accompanied by my fellow co-hosts. They're all here today. They don't need an intro, so just say g'day. 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 Hi. Mate. I said hello the same time you said hi. Sup. So I'm going to get straight into the drop. Uh, Today I have brought a... Brought? I have... Brought a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Such great English. No, this drink was uh, recommended by a fellow listener of ours. Uh, He reached out and uh, after listening to a few episodes and sent through his recommendations. Yeah. So to his name is Simon Perry. Um, So anyone listening out there, feel free to send through your recommendations. Um, Even send us a brew if you like for us to try. Anything. We will. We've got to have some. We, we actually can, have. We have we to have somebody test water. it first in case it's <laughs> yeah. poison. That's what we've got Josh for. <laughs> so the easiest, easiest way, uh, please send us a uh, DM on uh, the gram uh, at Simple Minds Podcast and on the gram. Uh, on These the gram. Yeah, please. So uh, Simon recommended. Thanks, Simon. Yeah, thanks, Simon. Um, Say it. He recommended, I don't know how to say this, a Glatzia Anna Perina Shiraz Cabernet. Um, However, I got a sister um, uh, drink because I didn't have the exact recommendation. So So this is not the drink he recommended. This is the same same brand. It's the same... it's the same kind of batch. Um, Are you trying to just send us the other one? This just happens. To, yeah, so Simon can send us the actual one. Wait till he uh, says, Simon says. Drink uh, <laughs> this red wine. <laughs> so this is a Shiraz uh, Cabernet Savion. Um, when I went to go to the checkout to purchase this at our local liquor barons, actually the owner said this you is his... You got your wallet. Yeah. Um, he said it was his favourite brew in the whole uh, shop. And um, he went to a wine tasting a few months ago for this and said he had to have it in his store. So um, this is the same shop that sold me some dud beers. So who knows if it's legit. But uh, <laughs> it's the, the same thing. shop that they got cork. the root beer from. Right? Yeah, so, <laughs> it was so, a cork one, right? Yeah, it was corked. Oh, yeah. Well, at $54 a bottle, it should be a pretty oh, good drop. Oh, here we drop. go. Oh, so, well, so, $54 a bottle. Somebody's doing well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just for you guys. It's a podcast. you got to live up to these recommendations. So, like four bucks a bottle. Did we, did we didn't even decant it. We just... I know, right? <laughs> Shit. Fucking on the edge. Cheers. Cheers, lads. Cheers. Salute. It looks very grapey. Can we invest in two more glasses? <laughs> not the grapey joke again. <laughs> I'm not buying any more glasses of this podcast. You guys are rebels. Yeah, they don't last in this office. We'll stop breaking them. In the studio. Oh, it's a cheese board. Mm. Indeed. Oh. <laughs> you 
can get the cheese board for your <laughs> next episode. <laughs> that won't cost 55 bucks. <laughs> no, IGA. A couple of craft slices. <laughs> single one. Craft singles. That's not bad. I don't mind it. I, I think it would have been better decanted. Decanted? Yeah. Next Whatever. time. Next time. When, when we, we try the, the actual real one. recommendation. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're decanting wines in the office on Fridays in my office. Oh, I'm cool. teaching the young kids how to use a decanter. Yeah. You doing the young, 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 yeah, yeah, young Matty Mandich puts up the decanter, sees a bit of dust in the middle of it, starts blowing into it. I said, dude, seriously, don't, don't ever do that when you're trying to pressure your women friends around there. Blowing into a decanter and that's cleaning it out, you idiot. <laughs> so on that, let's get into it. So good story. Yeah, to be honest with you, that's a shit story. What do you mean? Do you want someone blowing into your decanter? Well, that's what no. these young kids are doing. Anyway, moving on. So. The, the topic of this episode is being um, honest with ourselves. So, you know, we we talk about wanting to be the best versions of ourselves. Um, and Matt made an interesting observation as we were preparing uh, for our episodes that um, a lot of our topics individually kind of have a running theme. And my last topic that I brought was about achieving greatness. And really, the only way to achieve any greatness is to learn to be honest with ourselves, um, with what we really want and who we are. So, you know, we, I don't know why we always make it so hard for ourselves. Um, it seems we can easily turn a blind eye to, you know, the areas of our life that we have problems, um, where we are suffering, um, and we just simply don't want to tackle these things head on. We literally sit in pain. Um, we sit in these situations and we just don't want to tackle them head on. Um, you know, even though, you know, it's uncomfortable in that situation, we still prefer to lie to ourselves than to, to move forward. So I know personally I've, uh, struggled with this, um, in certain areas of my life and it's funny how you kind of push some components of your life to a corner. Um, and you don't want to tackle them. Um, so, you, you know, you're like, oh, I'll deal with that later. And it's not until, you know, something explodes on us or slaps us in the face that we finally make a decision to do something. And it's like, why do we need to wait for the universe to literally punch us in the face before we can genuinely be honest with ourselves? Um, and I think it's, it's a real, you know, interesting um, thing to tackle because if you're gonna start anywhere, this is where you've got to start. So I wanna um, go straight into it and open it up to the floor. I'm gonna start with um, uh, Conrad. I wanna start with you. Um, not putting you on being honest, but we understand that self-love is the core of um, a lot of what we talk about, but I understand outside of self-love and through a lot of the conversations we've had in the past um, that one of the other biggest roadblocks for people, particularly that you coach and have been around, is not being able to be honest with themselves. So why do you think we struggle? And from your experience with a lot of these individuals that you've worked with in the past, um, why don't we want to know the, the truth? I think uh, this day and age, simply we are lacking a massive dose of resilience. And so when you talk about not being able to deal with the truth, the lacking of resilience in your DNA, in your in your makeup, makes it almost impossible to be honest with yourself, um, almost to the point where it's delusional. Uh, and, and I'm seeing that more and more often these days. Now, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna just bucket it down into the millennials, but 
around, I mean, I've seen a lot of clients as well, so you know, clients through my business, as well as young kids I've coached, there are a lot of people living delusional lives um, because they can't deal with the truth. In your view, what, what would you consider an example of delusional? Oh man, you know, the, the, I think the, you know, the, the greatest delusion we're dealing with at the moment is you know, how Australians have this obsession with buying a, buying a home um, and that, that puts you in a great position financially. Um, you know, I've been in the finance game now for nearly 30 years and I'm yet to see anybody really achieve any real greatness in residential investment property. It's delusional. And the reason why they do it is because they're sold to that they need a house. But no one tells you to go and take a... No, no one that understands money and wants to be honest with themselves will tell you to go out and take a mortgage for 85, 90, 95% on a mortgage um, and expect you to get ahead. You just don't. And I think a lot of the time it's people aren't being challenged by anybody, so they just get away with it. Um, I think a lot of... And I, there's, I no, agree and there's with no education as well in I, regards to... I agree to with you, Mike. I mean, and, you know, and the, the big... The, I know. There's a drum roll. Can you no. take the... Uh, no, I do agree with you. But I, I honestly... Drink on that. I do believe <laughs> that the other side of this is that we're, we're, we are walking around with these damn phones that... You know, I still get I still get phone calls at nine o'clock at night from people asking me what are the best term deposit rates out there. I said, well, use that damn phone in your fucking hands and ask Google. You know, we don't give ourselves the opportunity or the power to ask better questions of ourselves uh, and to use our technology better. So we can talk about lack of education, but we're living in the most freedom of knowledge times of our life. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I suppose I'm digressing a little bit, but. It's still the biggest issue I deal with on a, on a day-to-day basis, people telling them a lie. Because the if they want to get financially free, don't take a damn mortgage on. Yeah, but that's the same with just honesty in general, or people lying or not telling the truth, is that there's nobody challenging them then. They get away with it. You know, what's, it's, what's that line out of that, uh, out of that movie? You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Remember that one? Oh, what is that? Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. No, Jerry. no, it's A Few Good Men. It's an army movie. It's a few yeah, good a few, men where the yeah, yeah, corporal's yeah. on the stand. Oh, and the Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jack Nicholson, yeah. yeah. My bad. And that's the thing. A lot of people can't handle it. So it's really up to the people surrounding people. If they can see somebody's lying, and it is obvious some of the time, people have got to challenge. That's show me the money. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Maguire. We're mixing up our Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> yeah. right again, but it comes down to understanding what it is you're trying to achieve, right? In, every, in any given form. So I talked about finance, whether it be sport, whether it be business, but it be your personal relationships. What is it that you really, really want? You know, if you really want something, then what do you need to do to get there? And are you prepared for that? Yeah, and that's where people maybe aren't honest in what they really want. They've not delved deep enough to really work out what it is they're trying to get to. Lack of commitment. So then it's easy just to fall into the trap of buying a house or getting Going, married yeah, or whatever. Following somebody yeah, else's bullshit, yeah, yeah, not yeah. being intrinsically happy with it. Yep. And then getting to the end of their lives and thinking, well, what the fuck was that all about? And it's scary to scary to look at the truth sometimes, obviously, and that's what Justin's saying. It's it, it's the darker side of, of, of facing what's inside you and what you're well, doing, yeah, exactly right. what you're doing with your life. And when you said that scary, I I didn't understand because again, I don't understand the bullshit that fear is. So I understand where you're coming from when, with what people deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with Michael twice. Conrad <laughs> is not a person. Remember? Holy shit! <laughs> it's uh, it's easier to. Uh, blame others if yeah. you fail at something that you want to achieve because you're not honest with yourself so it's easier to look externally at others and blame put the blame on others rather than be honest with yourself and actually own your own shit 
So that's my probably two cents worth. Well, and others sort of would be grouped into people, but also then like society, economies collectively. Like a lot of, I mean, how many business people are running the excuse, oh, the economy sucks, so I can't do anything right now. I've been doing oh, that since 2020. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. not just like the blame on people, it's blame on yeah, just any external factor that doesn't you know, allow them to take, well, they're using as an excuse to not take full responsibility. As soon as I hear blame at the moment, though, I can't wait to think, well, should give myself some time and figure out where the opportunity is, because those, those people are waving the white flag. Hmm. Those people are giving you an indication that they, they are waving the white flag and they're tapping out. So you, know, you go the opposite direction with that, they're at, well, what needs to be done to see what they're not seeing? Yeah. Justin, personally speaking, obviously topics do come from a, a personal place a lot of the time when you bring up that sort of thing. Is there what's been happening in the last couple of months that you've seen in yourself that is um, something you've not been telling yourself correctly or honestly? Oh, look, I think, um, you know, it, it's both personally and in my proximity of um, people around me, I see it all too too common as well. And, um, you know, generally, I think through this podcast and through some of the stuff that we've been exposed to the last couple of years, I've grown individually. And I think um, it's not putting yourself on a, on, a, on a pedestal per se, but you see situations from a different lens once you go through a bit of your own journey. And so you see people, loved ones and, and people close to you who are just a delusional uh, in a lot of areas of, of their life. And, and you know, you've got to, I think, work on yourself to be able to be, it has to start with you. It's kind of like that you can't help anyone who doesn't want to be helped. So you can like observe with someone and they will just put up the walls and be like, like they're willing to suffer um, out of not wanting to listen to any outside uh, sources and, and go can, through and You can't help anybody without going through it yourself as well though, in the past. So whenever it was, you still had to go through the process because you can't dictate to somebody that you must be honest, you must be this without actually felt it yourself I suppose because then you well, don't have the experience well, it's not necessarily uh, dictating um, not dictating but but trying to educate or trying to awaken their 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 vision of what their life is so but it's honestly not implied though Mike when, when you're doing most things I mean when we talk about well, delusional I think everybody lies though everybody does yeah, yeah I, I get that you know the funny thing was when your topic first came up Justin the first thing I got taken back to and I tried to find it to watch last night for, for a sense of Aloofness, Jerry Maguire, <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun. Oh fuck! No, the um, oh, hell. The, the invention of lying, the invention of lying, <laughs> uh, with Ricky Gervais. I don't know whether any of you guys have watched that movie, and no. it's it's actually one I encourage you guys to watch because it's a funny one, but it's a funny take back and look at um, how a series of moments unfold from that first lie you yeah. tell the complexity of it all um and so you know i, I, I watched it on a plane coming back from somewhere it would pose me then to have a conversation with my my brother because i used to share a room with my brother back in the olden days um he used to fart on his head as well but um <laughs> but but you, you, you i mean when you live Excellent intimately with that person you you get to know different things right and when you look at the way this movie unfolded by that lie that was told and he didn't know how to get out of that uh, and the way that that created, um, I think that took me on another tangent. But 
simply goes back to think what what truth you're telling yourself versus what lie you're telling yourself. Yeah, I think it's and it comes back to Travis brought this up in a few episodes around language and what language we use with our self talk and um, and those type of things as well. But it's generally. Um, not until you look back and reflect, you're like, how was I so delusional in that situation? And I think, you know, part of the reflection tool helps you to be in the present. So there's been a few situations where um, I've uh, personally been in, um, say, a couple meetings. And I, I think we talked about some of the episodes as well. I think it was the letter back to ourselves was actually what we were telling ourselves in that moment. So that's almost a tool to be honest with yourself, I feel like, um, because like, as you just said, um, you know, you might be going, you know, through yourself and so, or everything's a reflection. And um, the irony is that it's so much easier to see someone else's say faults or situations or whatever, even if they're identical to yours, it's so much more easier to call someone else out on something than yourself. And there's been quite a few of those uh, situations have shown up for me personally, combination with reflection, which is what I talk about when, particularly in business, you know, you might uh, have a lack of uh, sales or a, uh, I don't know, an implosion or, or something happens and then you're like, then you take action when you should have taken action earlier and it was because you weren't honest and didn't want to look at and be honest with yourself because it ex- either exposes you, it makes you feel less worthy, it bruises your ego, it uh, makes you feel stupid, um, that you just completely ignore it almost. It's like we have these uh, almost, yeah, we literally turn a blind eye to these uh, these things. So, you know. Two, two things can I, can I challenge you on? Yeah. Or, or even just present with you? Um, we talk about delusional, and when I was going through my note taking, I was very was the fine line for me between you know someone that's delusional and the other side of that to me is aspirational. Um, and again, you know, because both are wanting something, but one is different to the other. Do you guys want to give a give a guess as to what I found the difference to be? Purpose. Delusional. Well, I think you can both have the same purpose. Delusional versus aspirational. Action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, sorry. Execute. Jerry Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> no, but and limitate limitations as well. Knowing knowing yourself and knowing what. Um, I mean, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about the you know he wanted to be an NBA star, but he was honest enough with himself to know that he was a five foot three like midget midget who could never well, actually achieve midget, that. So <laughs> he could have he could have lied to himself and tried. Try, could have lied to himself and tried out for the NBA draft, but I suspect it wouldn't have got very far. So, but if you put two people in a room and you're talking to two people, okay, and one you would label delusional, the other one you would label aspirational. When I when I look at these two people, and we're talking about anyone in my office or any anyone that I've coached, and I put two people side by side with those two tags, the, the single thing that I would say that separates them would be action. Action towards their purpose, towards what they're trying to achieve. Yeah, but see where purpose comes in for me is I think a lot of people will. Like it's human nature to still be taking some action, but I think it's more fear of success which stops that honesty piece. I think it's I think human nature is to walk around in a forest, and if there's like 10k from point A to point B, they'll do 250k's walking around in circles, waiting for a magic bullet to take them through to the to the end. And that magic bullet then means 
Well, they didn't do it. So let's say they were they were a guitarist. Someone saw them in a country pub somewhere and then all of a sudden threw them into the limelight and that happened to them. That wasn't them sort of gradually taking steps out of the community to be different. And I think it's a, you know, it's a, there's a fear of success that stops people from you know, just taking the deliberate action. I think I've used, you know, I'm, an, I'm a trained accountant. I, I used to oh, you, li- you lie all the time then. <laughs> I know they're lawyers. But I used, to cut, I used to cut through numbers for Coca-Cola. Yet sometimes in my small business, I have not done certain numbers. And when I haven't, it's like, that's because I didn't want to know the goddamn answer. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, you knew the answer. Yeah, I knew the answer. You didn't want to prove the truth. I, just didn't want, you know, I didn't want to prove it. And, and that's what this is. And sometimes like, I do feel that, that goes, comes back that's to that That's delusional then, right? That because you know piece. the answer. That's well, delusional. That is. is so it, you didn't take action. Is, it, is the fear of failure greater than the fear of success? No. Well, Lance Armstrong will tell really you the fear so. of success is the biggest hindrance. And, you, and okay, yes, Michael, we, no. we, we, can, we, can, and we can talk about Lance Armstrong in a myriad of different ways. My but, mind went to Neil Armstrong for a second, sorry. Oh, we, we can come back to that topic, <laughs> don't worry. But, but yeah. fear, of, fear of success to me and what I've read on it is, is a bigger inhibitor to movement than fear of failure. Well, that's what we talked about uh, last week, which is that, you know, um, it's funny, you're willing to go through that, say, financial suffering rather than like being uncomfortable to go through it, to go through onto the other side. Like you're willing for, you know, to not face the truth and deal with stuff. Um, yeah, because you want people to, to, to show pity towards you, mate. Mm. That, that's sur- what that happened. You you're, know? Yeah. you're surrounded by society telling you what you need to be doing as well. Like with especially the mortgage side of things. I mean, over the last what sixty years, since the fifties, you know, the perfect, you know, the the perfect home. It's like it's what's been drilled into us. It's probably in our DNA now, you know, that sort of thing. Well, so it's a hard be, thing to break. It is, in, it is in the Australian psyche, that's for sure. Not necessarily globally, it's not. I mean, we we, we do buck the trends significantly on that. In fact, I believe it's um, almost the opposite number of uh, of own owner occupied homes in Germany and in in uh, the Scandinavian countries. So Matt, you shared one, um, you know, finances I think is a common one where we like to shy away, particularly um, mm. in business. And, you know, we're talking about finances. Um, I think all of us have gone through certain elements of, of this, um, you know, for, for a while. Um, Mike, you recently went through with your business. Um, you've got, you, um, take us through a little bit of that an example with the, the recent change with bringing on because that would have had to be a process of being honest with yourself about bringing on an employee. Um, because we've got finances, but I think from, even from a business aspect, did well, you did uh, you need to go through a process there? Describe what the business yeah, went sorry. through firstly. Um, well, I've been, a, I suppose, what you traditionally call a, a freelancer for a long time, like for 15 years working for myself. Um, I have had part-time guys on board over the last few years, which has been fine. Um, but it's a very slow process. I've brought somebody else on in the business who were looking at partnering up or, or bringing him sort of into the business as a, as a stakeholder in the business, which is exciting for the business from a growth perspective. But um, it's been a long process. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a quick decision. Um, it was a really slow personal process that Victor, that, uh, that I brought on board, I mean, I've been meeting up with him for about three years, two and a half years. Just talking over a burger about you know this possibility he was working full time for another company, um, so I planted the seed there. So I suppose I knew 
And actually, where we all met, or a few of us met at the entourage, I mean, that was when I went through a stage of, you know, you, and again, being told by somebody, you've got to grow, like, you've got to scale, scale, scale. So you join this thing, and it's Well, that's like, what that program was. Oh, of course, right? it, yeah. It was, <laughs> you're scalable and saleable. You did, you did not scalable. have to, exactly. You didn't have um, to grow. But, that's <laughs> like, but, but as somebody that hadn't gone Most through true. a massive self-development process at that stage you're sort of you get sucked into that yeah, i think it's thing. a good example it's like the self-help thing yeah, a yeah, big yeah. Trend yeah but i saw that quite quickly that yeah. actually during it like probably within the first quarter of the year of doing the the entourage i thought no nah, this i don't want to grow big i want to keep what i've got and just iterate and change and, and from that i did change like we, we did I had a massive shift in what we focused on from graphic design into digital and web and that but it's been a really slow transition so i'm not one to do big jumps into change i take things very easily um and i I'm numbers thing you're talking about i've lied to myself for a long time i've mean, been in business 15 years um <laughs> but the thing is it's only I think me. we've all been through it yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Right? i don't think there's i mean we're in a confessional booth here right <laughs> but, but, it's, but the last two, two or three years i've really focused on looking at the numbers and with Victor on board and you know just that 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 outlook on and and being honest with yourself with the numbers just creates how's it changed growth. with having a, a staff member now oh, with being honest as I said with I yourself? have had staff members before but having a partner in the business yeah, is, has say. oh it's changed completely I mean there's um, accountability which is massive there's skill level I mean we've been able to take on bigger projects um, and just somebody to bounce stuff off Victor's a beautiful guy you know it's just a really amazing set up and we, we talked you know about the jason fried who doesn't look at traditional business methods in his, oh, he does he doesn't yeah. he doesn't oh. he doesn't his vision <laughs> is there his vision yeah. is there what you said but the, from that podcast what i got from yeah. it he, he's not traditional in in that sense okay but just just okay well that's a whole other topic yeah that, yeah, yeah. but what i'm topic. saying is and maybe you know maybe you don't need to be stuck in yes numbers are very important a good accountant is very important there's some basic elements of business but you don't have to be exactly like the scale the unique the entrepreneur the you've not got to go down that path you, you can just take it yeah how do we do like the self-work though to not be say influenced because like i think business and all areas of life we get heavily influenced by others break down boundaries of what you've been told your whole life yeah question them that's well, you got to un understand what you're wanting to, to be and become. I mean, Mike, it's interesting that you, you know, you, you talk about the hiring of Victor in the third person, the business that's good for the business. I mean, the business is you, All right? So that's, you know, to me, it was good for you. Question is, why was it good for you? Why was the business good for me? No, no, why was hiring Victor good for you? Because you... you, you, you Companionship? Used... Yeah, hey, and it, 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 because I think sometimes, and this is the truth, this is a true thing. Sometimes we can hide behind these structures and these myriads and, you know, yeah, all like, these things we yeah, put around exactly. It didn't bring Victor on to scale to this size. No, it was a companionship but, for the but business. But nor was he good for the business. He was good for you. Yeah, of course. Definitely, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Like Frodo and Sam. Yeah. And I think that's... I've got hairy feet. <laughs> <laughs> like the dog. You know, that could be the challenge <laughs> when we've got big decisions is trying to try to really be honest with what is the underlying, like... What are we really wanting out of it? Because yeah. we can tell bullshit stories around justification because we're so good as humans of coming up with all sorts of stories to, to justify anything. Um, and I think... Oh, anything and everything we can justify. Oh, 100%. Um, and it's like, how do you cut through sometimes that, that, that bullshit? Um, 
And like I said, when reflection's been a big one of just looking back at all of those situations, you're like, how could you not see it? So with that as well, like we're in a room here where um, we have pretty candid. How do we feel like how important is proximity um, for both the positive and the negative? And and I guess a common one is I'll probably touch more on the negative is and I talk, coming back to Mike of the situations of why I brought this up is that it's very common that you see groups of people actually put a bubble or uh, put yeah essentially bubble wrap around other individuals that they love um, in the in the fact of they think they're keeping them uh, safe and comfortable they're actually doing them more harm because they're not allowing them to be uh, honest with themselves so um, a common one uh, is kind of like um, or someone blame or whatever reason and then a friend of theirs or a loved one goes no no it's okay you're all right like don't worry you know like which is not allowing them to see the actual truth of of um what's going on so yeah how how is proximity a massive influence and you go to any old pub on a friday night and you watch a bunch of guys bunch of girls probably made some good money that week spend at least what they made that week and stand around like whinging that they don't have enough money to do anything. So that proximity sucks. And if that's your proximity, then you, you're going to need to find some other people. Because if you want something different. If you want something yeah, if different. You're, if, but you're if you're, telling if a you're story. okay with sitting around whinging that you've never got enough, but you're making great money, but you're just drinking it up everywhere. That's just one example, but you could be blowing it on anything. But let's just say that's what you're doing. Then, yeah, clearly you've, you've surrounded by the wrong group and you need to make a change if that's what you're looking for. But um, people are everywhere telling themselves a story and the, the advice someone would be giving them or you listening is actually just to protect their own decisions half the time be careful about taking advice because uh, you know do they really mean that for you and your you know your progression or is it just around them justifying what they've done in their life and to be honest That's a great point everybody is telling stories all the time there's not a single human on the planet that is not doing that so you, yeah we're all on the hero's journey more <laughs> Yeah, exactly. but that comes back yeah. to language. We can tell two sides of a story, an empowering story or a disempowering story for ourselves, and or we can be telling a complete lie of a, of a story. And I think, Matt, you, you pointed out a, a good one is like sometimes not everyone has your interest at mind. Um, and if they really, someone who says they love you might actually be holding you back and telling you their own bullshit lies so that they can feel comfortable because they don't want you to take take a take a step. Um, and I think that's a hugely common one. I mean, that's like Gary Vee talks about, don't listen to your like your parents um, a lot well, of the time. Your family's gonna give you some of the worst advice at times. I heard a story the other day about a guy that's like- Great bought, intention, but great may, intention, maybe but bad advice, bought, yeah. Bought, went and bought a, like, a bunch of um, residential apartments, so just excluded, just went and made a big investment had plans to make it grow money. Got on the phone, called his mum, and his mum said, oh, but what, is, what are you going to do at 2 a.m. when they call you with a leaky tap? <laughs> like, like that, not even a that, congrats. No, because like, that happens. But yeah, <laughs> but like, it, that's just the mindset. It was like, it's not that his mum didn't love him. It was just that all that she could think or see was worry, what if something went wrong, and just deliver that. So you have to be strong enough to move past that from your parents or your spouse or whoever is you know giving you that advice or just or have the strength to just be able to let it brush past you at some point or find some other people to talk to about it 
to help you get the strength. To but how do you take the steps to, to, to do that? How do you know if you're in that situation? Well, I think you're going to know is my personal. I, mean, I, think, I think if you're searching for something and you find you, you're thinking to yourself, and we've known people, there's been a couple of people pop up recently, even in the uh, Brecky Club, and they're like, no, I, I'm looking to find more people that I can have different conversations with. So I, I think I knew when I was looking. And I think uh, most people will know that they're, if they're seeking change, they'll know that they need to find some other people for their, in their proximity. You've got to be, again, the, the issue is being honest with yourself. Are the people giving you enough information or challenging you to get better towards where it is you want to get to? That's what you've got to understand. Otherwise, what is your context on that? The biggest thing for me is that everyone is always telling stories, but whether you believe them or not, whether you're telling your believing the stories you tell yourself is where the issue comes from. If you're in a proximity, like you were saying, where people are telling stories about having no money because they've spent it all on these things, and that group collectively helps you and encourages you to believe that internal dialogue, then you kind of go in a negative place. If you're in a group like we are, like the 7am Breakfast Club, where if you come and say, oh, hey, I've got no money this week, we're not going to be like, oh, that's all right, Jacob, kind of pat you on the back. Like, what the fuck, mate? Like, work harder, hustle spend a bit less on this they'll kind of they'll call you out your bullshit and that's the sort of proximity you need to be around for me at the gym we get plenty of members that say i'm a bit sore this week or i didn't come because i was a bit busy with work or whatever and it's kind of part of my job to understand and empathize with their situation and go yeah that's cool but also to kind of call them on their story a little bit and go hey that seems Give me to 20 be, yeah. yeah that seems to be happening a lot for you um or you're constantly choosing weights that are maybe below where you should be and kind of... You've been, you've been looking at my training sessions too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like understand people better than they potentially understand themselves or at least be that third party uh, objective observer that can call you out in that story. And that's where proximity can be really powerful when you're around people that know you well enough to understand the story you're telling and to call you out on it and go yeah. no you're better than that you can't drop any lower than free weights mate so i guess <laughs> yeah. you know I, like I love, it, that, I love that manager yeah quote. We'll, we'll get there um you know so far it seems you know proximity is is key and can affect you in in both ways i want to do full circle back to to conrad coming back to um what hot, do you hot seat yeah hot seat. <laughs> no no it's the opposite what what do you tell people um, or what would you encourage or tell someone who needs to hear the truth or how would you enable someone to do the prep work to allow them to be more honest with themselves? What would you tell people? I think the key to hearing the truth is being open to it in the first place. So that, that level of vulnerability um, is imperative um, and obviously that goes with it with a dose of resilience. Um, they're, they're the two biggest things. But you know, there's been a few times in my life where I've had to get off my delusional train. Um, and unfortunately, I, I did not have a lot of people around me to help me do that. I, I kept on smacking into walls and falling on the floors. And that's what the, the, the universe, the life taught me a lot of life lessons. Um, someone, I caught up with someone yesterday who's a, fun, a capital raiser. And he goes, Conrad, where'd you learn your leadership skills? I said, the school of hard knocks. And you know that's the truth. Because you can learn, this guy's an MBA in leadership, and he goes, you can learn what you can learn, but there's only so much you can learn out of a book versus what you can learn through life. So being open to, the, to those conversations, being wanting to be around those people, the proximity. So what I had down here, Justin, proximity and accountability. 
Um, you know, Hang that, around kids. Uh, kids are the most honest yeah, little, sure. little dudes one, in the world, man. Kids 100%. will tell you straight up, like well, anything. Like. And, and that's what, one thing I said to him. He's this, this guy I met with yesterday morning. Um, you know, he's got two young girls, four and six. And I said, mate, be an observer. Sit, mm. sit there and allow them to teach you. So because that's the blessing in life. And he's actually doled his life back to allow himself to spend some more time with his children because he, he was a very very high level of executive, um, taking some time out and doing some odd projects here and there. And that's, and you know, my, my daughter's not in his way, so I, I probably did a lot of learning over the last 19 years. Um, a lot of growing up too. Um, and a lot of harsh realities that get shoved in your face because you don't have a choice when you have to provide for a child. And kids and the elderly, actually, you know, at each end of life, you know, elderly get to stage with like. Well, you get to parent just... your parents, right? So yeah, that's that's what yeah. I'm doing now with my mum, apart from putting nappies on her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it, it, it's um, from my experience recently, like the last couple of years, I've struggled with say accountability. Um, you know, and what does that mean, and particularly in the business? You know, um, I didn't, I don't have a boss to report to. You have to be self-disciplined when you're um, the, you know, the or the sole owner and founder. So a recent thing was that I implemented a board, which has helped me be more uh, accountable to the, the actions. They keep me honest with myself of looking at what I should be looking at and challenge me. So I think, you know, you have to be essentially willing to, I, I think that's the important part, is acknowledge that you want to change or something needs to, to um, adjust, of course. My phone just went off. Your phone should be on silent, gentlemen. That's the board. That's the board yeah. checking up. That's the board checking up. They ever heard me? So look, I think um, y- you know. But you had you had to be in a situation where you wanted to receive the information too. Right? Correct. Like I had talked about it for a long time. I talked about doing this for for a long time, and then you know I got slapped in the face and was like, okay, yeah, now I should actually uh, do it. And uh, take, take action. Take stop, action. Stop, stop being and it's been one of the best things that I wanted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a big uh, trust play as well. You have to have trust in that board that they're going to be telling you the truth and the honesty. And yeah, stuff and like keep and well. keep you accountable. So accountability, I think, is is huge as well. Um, but you've also got to know where you're going, and you've got to be honest mm. with yourself first before you do that, because. Why do you want a board? Like, are you growing the business? Do you just want to have a partner and just produce great work? Just and say I've got a board. Um, yeah, you know, do you? Just, get a just, just exactly. Do I want to do it for ego? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just and these are the questions you have to uh, sit with. Um, you know, and I think there are so many areas in life we could do that around our health, our finances, yeah. our relationships. If you look at all of these sectors, and I think, you know. Identifying where it's not working, and I think it it has to start with uh, you know good old um, Jocko Willink as well. Ultimate you know responsibility, extreme accountability, extreme accountability, um, which is ultimate responsibility of extreme yourself. Ownership. Extreme ownership. We got there in the end uh, <laughs> between the three of us. Well, fucking Jocko let us down here. Yeah, yeah. Stepped right in. Jeez. Um, because if you start blaming, you're not going to get anywhere. You can't be honest with yourself if you blame and there's excuses. Um, you have to take complete responsibility for everything. Be the student. 110%. 110%. I don't agree with that, though. Um, Mathematically impossible. <laughs> get feedback from others. Put yourself oh, around other saying. people. Yeah. If everyone around you is agreeing with you and is just like packing, patting you on the back, there, there, be you got the wrong people, I think, uh, around you as well. But no matter what you've got, like, I mean, this is why that, that, that quote by Vaynerchuk, do you want to go through that or do you want me to say it? I was going to finish off with that. Well, Ooh. or you can finish off with that if you want. Actually, can I quickly get in just with a quick quote from Mark Twain? 
We said I like it, Mark Twain. If you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. True. I like that. So like, you know, because the complexity of lies just build and build and build. Which and is why that story, The Invention of Lying, is such a funny movie to watch. Um, just this quote, because this resonated with me, and, and it probably ties up what you're talking about fairly succinctly, right? You just have to make the choice to actually do it. I am so tired of excuses. Why not try something new? Be optimistic. Exhibit patience. Shut your mouth and execute. Gary Vaynerchuk from Crushing It. Yeah, it's as simple as that. I mean, there was a video that I shared in prep for this. He's got a small video along with all of his others. Um, you can Google, you know, Gary Vee being honest with yourself. I think it's legit the title. And he shares how he just looked in the mirror when he was 30 after all this time and said, you know what? Your actions do not represent someone who wants to buy a billion dollar company. Mm. And from that moment onwards is when he quit um, his gig with his old old man, went out and invested in these companies and built you know this huge ass company. And it was just looking at himself in the mirror. Dave and Goggins is huge at this, but I, I do think it's much easier said than, than done, you know, facing the, the dark. And it's a process and it takes time. Um, be patient with yourself. Don't, I think the other thing is don't be too hard on yourself either if things aren't like going working out. It's like anything we talk about, it's a practice. One of the best things I like about this podcast is that we talk about the same themes, but it, it's practice. It's, it's just like anything, going to the gym, you, you need to keep doing it, consistency, and there'll be moments where you will be delusional. Um, I'm sure I'm going to be delusional again in the near future. I probably yeah, am right level. now. At the next level. Yep. Um, well, that's the thing. You, you also don't know what you don't know. And mm. so... Like, why well, I love that Twain quote. It's like your truth will change as you're, as you're continuing to grow and learn because what you thought was the truth was your truth at the time, but maybe you've got other information so you, know, you learn and grow and that's a big part of it. So you can't be, you know, you can't just beat yourself up over it because if you're continually in a growth pattern, yeah. then you're going to look at it with a different lens. But take, pay, take the time, you know, after this, write a letter to your younger self. That'll reveal some truths that you're not being honest um, with. Um, and literally take some time, reflect, look back at some lessons and be open to listen to other people's feedback if you really want to grow. If you want to be a better version of yourself tomorrow, well, you need to be honest with yourself today. That's it. Peace. See ya. Nice drop. Oh, yes, not too bad. Anna Perreno. Thanks, Simon. And Ben, the winemaker. And Ben. Ciao.